So Rob, how are you feeling after this week's events? I'm feeling better than I did on the day. It was I was a bit meh on the day. I think we all were. But having taken some time to think about and this happens every time I watch <laughs> an Apple event, to be fair, is I watch it, I go, mm. and then I think about it and I go, Oh, actually no, I did quite like certain things. And then there's often more interesting things that weren't necessarily explicitly talked about by Apple, which we can get into later. Definitely, yeah. I think this this was one of, one of the very few events from Apple where there was there seemed to be a lot of stuff that was either touted as being new but wasn't, but equally stuff they didn't really mention that was quite big. Hmm. Really weird, but yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that. But what what everyone really wants to know is, is have you got your luggage back? I have, uh, and also just a bit of housekeeping. If you can hear whining in the background, it's my dog, obviously. Um, uh, no, no, sorry, I, ha- I haven't got it back, um, but it is it's in the UK. <laughs> There we go. It's in the UK, as Eddie is in foot. So Eddie, this is Eddie's first appearance on the podcast. He's not made a noise for the entire evening I've been here, right until now, since we pressed record. Um, he'll shut up in a minute. Well, he's, he's, he's been there for on several episodes, but he's normally quiet as a mouse, isn't he? Yeah, why is he doing this now? Maybe he needs a poo. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I do not want to deal with that halfway through 8 or 16. Um, yeah, so uh, it's in the UK, so it has finally made its way from Berlin, and we think it's now somewhere in Birmingham. Um, and the, the next thing is a courier company to come and collect all my pants and socks and uh, <coughs> underpants, that is, for, the, for our listeners in the US, um, and bring them back to my house, finally. And I can get my clothes back and my brand new carbon fibre tripod that I never used. So, um, Well, you hope. Yeah. Yeah, I did wonder, because they, they they send you like a report through where it's... I'm really sorry about my dog. They send you a report through where it says, <laughs> when, when do we abandon this podcast because of the dog? <laughs> he will stop, I promise. Hopefully we've got dog lovers on who listen to this, because they won't mind this. Um, but yeah, I promise he'll stop. Yeah, what worried me slightly is that if you look at the report, it tells you the... Because you give a description of your bag or your, your suitcase that you've lost. Um, and the description is, it's almost there. It's not quite right, though. Uh, the, the, they've said it's blue, which it sort of, I'm fairly sure I noted down that, that it was blue. But there's a few details they've put in there, which are, do make me wonder if someone else's, I mean, this would cap it all off, wouldn't it? If someone else's suitcase landed on our doorstep tomorrow or next week. And I'd, it'd be funny, wouldn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm at the point now, I, I, up until yesterday when I discovered, discovered that they were actually sending it back to our house, I'd pretty much lost all hope of it ever returning. Bearing in mind, it was lost on the 31st of August. And as we record, it's the 14th of September. Two weeks later, and, um, well, over two weeks later, and... Yeah, so the, the fact that something, and who, who knows, who, who, you know, whoever's suitcase I get, maybe they've got good taste, uh, better taste than me. Maybe they, they're also a photographer and they'll have a nice little tripod in there for me. Well, we'll find out next time. We next time, two weeks later, it probably still won't be here. Uh, Apple event, we've got to talk about the Apple event, haven't we? Um, although it does feel like we've done this already, this deja vu. Yeah, well, we've got a bit more time to think about it now. Yeah, so we did a, we did a live stream, didn't we? In fact, the first ever Mark Ellis Reviews live stream, which uh, was, I think it was a, res- a resounding success, to be fair. We, I think we only had a couple of troll comments. There wasn't anything particularly horrendous. And we managed somehow to keep about 260, 70, 80 people for about an hour and 40 minutes, didn't we? That's just pretty amazing. 
I should say it wasn't just me and you. We did have the help of Patrick and Patrick Rambles and Alex Gear and Tech. But um, yeah, I think it peaked at 305 or 6 or something. Nice. Amazing. Far yeah. more than I get on Solo Club. And it's still still up That's a replay. Still there. We'll put it in the show notes, definitely, so you can check it out. It's, uh, it's yep. a long one, but it's... Uh, do, you, do you have to tell YouTube to keep live streams? Or no, it just, just does it. just does it, so that unless you say otherwise, it will be there forever. Forever and a day, yeah. It, it takes ages to process it. It takes about 24 hours to turn it into a normal video for some reason, but yeah, it's there. And um, I think it was good. I think we had a good chat. We, we, we were all a little bit, like you say, a bit kind of tired and jaded and... <laughs> <laughs> annoyed by it weren't we um uh, well should we just should we just go let's do what we did on the, on, on the live stream we, we won't spend an hour and 40 minutes on it obviously but we can we can certainly go through in order can't we um but you've got a reminder here rob i've, I've just noticed on the on the outline well they, well they kicked it off with the annual reminder that if you don't buy an iphone and apple watch you're going to die which is always course, nice yeah. And also, you're gonna if you break down in your car, you're stuffed without an iPhone. You, you can't ever get. I don't know how we've managed until now, really, but th there is now roadside assistance, isn't there? Well, via satellite, which is kind of a big deal. That's pretty cool in the states, mm. at least, which is free for two years, and I don't think we know how much it will cost after that. And it works with AAA in the states, so you know you must already have. A membership with AAA, or you'd be subject to additional fees as a non-member. Uh, um, yeah, I imagine that'll roll out to other countries at some point. And then they went on to a, a, a good fifteen minutes of environmental stuff, which you you weren't fussed about. I don't think Alex cared either. It, well, they kind of threw it in. I think what what bothered me is that they threw it into the was it the Apple? It was the Apple Watch Series Nine bit, wasn't it? They they kind of rushed through the very minor updates for that, and then did this little skit, didn't they, with, with Mother Nature, um, who was played by someone... Who was the, the woman that played Mother Nature? Do you know who she was? Uh, she I recognise really her. I've forgotten looking. her name. Yeah, very familiar look. I know she was... Uh, she might have been in... She wasn't in Ted Lasso, was she? Uh, no, she was in Spirited. Uh, okay. That's not what I was thinking of then. I haven't seen that. She's been... Uh, uh, Octavia things. Spencer. That name rings a bell. Um, it it was good. I mean, it, I, I thought I was quite impressed with Tim Cook's acting because he, he can bless him. He, he, he <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw him waving the flag at the F one last uh, last season or was it this season. Um, <laughs> when, whenever he's put in those situations, he, he's you know like anyone who's not an actor or someone who wants to do those things, he, he can. He, you know, looks like he'd rather be somewhere else. But uh, I thought he did a really good job, and, and it was mildly amusing, wasn't it? It just felt a bit. It felt like filler. I think I was worried that because the updates... I think the whole thing with this event, you know, he started off by saying... He made it very clear within the first three minutes that this there were two products. iPhone, Apple Watch, Apple Watch and iPhone, that's it. So he set the stall straight away, set the expectations, fine. So immediately I'm thinking, okay, it's a bit of a down... Not, not a downer, that's unfair. Just like, okay, it's not going to be a spectacularly amazing event with something we hadn't thought about um and then they did they, they just seemed to be kind of really smashing through the updates for the series nine which again we kind of expected didn't we it wasn't going to be a big big overhaul um and then suddenly out of nowhere they did this kind of this little skit with with mother nature um i don't know well, i thought it was good i thought it was a good way of communicating the good environmental stuff 
that they're doing. I know they got yeah, they got good. panned for it on X, didn't yeah, they? They did. But yeah, I thought I I thought that was a better way of presenting the information than a series of slides, personally. So I mean, at least you know, even though a lot of <laughs> there's been a lot of negative feedback, at least people are talking about it. True. I think it was misplaced. I think it should have been as in it was put in the wrong part of the. I think it should have been at the start. I think it would have made much more because it would have set the scene because the entire the underlying narrative for this entire event was carbon neutral wasn't it carbon neutral by 2030 um you know if you look on the the, the apple bands now they've got a little a proper little sticker now for you know a little logo saying carbon neutral um i just think if they'd had that at the beginning it would be, it would have been a great way to open it i know they opened it with the, like you say the whole annual reminder that you'll die if you don't have an iphone but i think get shot of that and put that carbon neutral thing at the start i think that would have been quite a good way to introduce it but who am i i'm not you know there's a reason i'm not not running apple um i don't know what i'm talking about but yeah, it, it's yeah, but it's, what they're doing is amazing. I mean, great, fantastic. I, I hope every other tech company takes note, and which they probably will. They're all working towards this, aren't they? But whenever Apple does something significant, I think the point you're making is they they've kind of made it a big, even bigger thing now, haven't they? Yeah, well, they've raised the bar because yeah, all, all of the tech companies, your Samsungs, your Microsofts, and your Googles are always, you know, boasting about their green endeavors but not quite to the level and they're not, not quite as specific as Apple have been. So 100% clean energy across all of their offices, data centres and stores. Headquarters is completely carbon neutral. They're hoping to be carbon neutral across the entire business by 2030, as you said. They're shipping more stuff by ocean, which has got 95 fewer emissions than air freight. They've you know, in their processes, they've reduced 63 billion gallons of water use. They're going to remove all plastic in packaging by the end of next year. They've planted forests in Paraguay and Brazil and grasslands in Kenya. I mean, who else can claim that? Um, and then they're, they're investing in renewable energy projects around the world to, so that people can charge their devices using clean energy, called cleaner energy. Uh, and yeah, like you say, there's now a carbon neutral logo on various products so that you can make an, an informed choice. And the, uh, the Apple Watch Series 9, in fact, is completely carbon neutral, isn't it? It's the first one. It's the first Apple product to be completely, to, to be there, isn't it? But um, yeah, that's amazing. That's the stuff they do without really, until now, making a big deal about it. I mean, planting forests, I had no idea they were doing that. I thought they just made iPads and iPhones and you know, lightning cable adapters. But um, they're doing so much, aren't they? You start to realise why Apple is such a massive entity. Because I often think, what do all these people do? <laughs> when you hear about them having small teams relatively in, in development and design and stuff. But actually, you see, it's, it's like a country they're running, isn't it? Yeah. So before we get on to the things that they did talk about, or, you know, the new things that are coming, we need to talk about all the things that have died. So the, the 13 Mini is no more. Gone. Gone. And not forgotten, but gone. Lightning is almost a thing of the past now, with the exception of, actually, when you look at the list, it's quite a few products that have still got Lightning. So they're still selling the 14, the iPhone 14, the iPhone 13, and the iPhone SE. Those have obviously all still got Lightning. Ninth generation iPad, yeah, second and third generation AirPods, AirPods Max, uh, the first gen Apple Pencil, Magic Keyboard, Magic Mouse, Magic Trackpad, and AirPods bizarrely which now come in three flavors so you can now buy earpods not that anybody should be buying earpods in any flavor but you can now you now have the choice of getting them with a usb-c end a lightning end or three and a half mil jack 
How do you explain that to your nan? <laughs> Wild, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Um, and what well, other things that died with the MagSafe battery pack, because that also used to have a lightning thing oh, on cool. it. Oh, cool. I didn't think of that. Of course it did, yeah. So they're not remade. They're not going to turn that into USB-C? We don't know, but as of now, you can't buy them on the Apple Store. And the MagSafe Duo charger is gone as well. Sad times. Um. But they are bringing in some interesting stuff, aren't they? I, don't, I mean, being an, an Apple Watch... We'll talk about the bands quickly. Being an Apple Watch band collector as you are, what, what are your thoughts on the new ones? I don't know until I see them. But yeah, I'll probably get involved with the, the new fine woven... Well, that's the thing. So they're, they're, they're killing leather. No more leather. Because leather is bad. Morally and for the environment. <laughs> yeah. I quite like the look of the, 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 the Nike ones. The, the kind of recycled... Yeah, they've got all like speckled kind of recycled bits in them, haven't they? And um, I think the, the woven ones that they they use previous generation, don't they, or something? They've used the, the previous generation woven bands or something and mixed them all together. And yeah, there's uh, 68% recycled materials, but it's not just the bands. Also, the this year's cases. So there are no leather cases, but you can get this the the fine woven cases and the MagSafe wallets as well are also available in fine woven. It looks quite nice. I don't know how well it'll hold up. That remains to be seen, doesn't it? And the problem is then, if, if even if it doesn't hold up quite as well, you can't really have a go at them about it because they're doing their thing for the planet, aren't they? You know, you've got the, the option of the one that holds together but destroys the planet. Well, does its, does its bit to damage they, the planet. They didn't know. Have you ever had a, a, an, a, an apple leather case? To be fair, no. Uh, pro- probably once a long time ago. But I did have the, um, the leather MagSafe wallet, which within six months looked absolutely awful. And yeah. not in a good way. It was like it was worn badly. Yeah. No. Mine. Uh, yeah. Like you say, after sort of th- three to six months of daily use, my I, I one time I bought an Apple leather case, and yeah, it looked like I re- fished it out of a skip. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're going for, is it? That's not I don't what think look. so. Because yeah, you you expect leather to sort of wear nicely. I know, like Martin, who's been on before, he's going to jump it straight in and say, "Oh, what?" Because he's got a a tan one that has actually worn quite nicely, has developed a patina, as uh, as they say. But by and large, they look dreadful. Oh, no, is it a red one? I think he's got a red leather case. And, uh, yeah, okay. his is worn all right, apparently. Interesting. Um, we also didn't see the rumoured colour-matched braided cables, which I was quite no. excited about. Yeah, so uh, nothing have one-upped them there because nothing introduced an actually interesting USB cable, didn't they? They're, they're with the transparent ends, but... Yeah. In fairness, though, we haven't seen the packaging. So the one thing we haven't seen yet is anyone unbox one of these yet. So, oh, no, apparently it's confirmed. It's they're, oh, it's they're confirmed. white. Just they are yeah. braided, but they're white. Not colour coded rubbish. No. Um, and it, well, another thing not explicitly called out during the presentation is that prices, certainly here in the UK and a number of other places in in Europe, are back to where they were the year before last because everything went up a bit by sort of 30 to 50 pounds didn't it or even 100 pounds in some cases so like airpods max are now back down to 499 from 549 airpods pro 2 are down to 229 from 249 and even the repairs are now cheaper so whereas like to get a battery replacement for an iphone 14 would have cost you 105 pounds it's now 95 pounds Imagine if you'd bought any of this stuff, like a pair of AirPods Max, a couple of hours before the event and before the the, um, the store went down. How annoying would that have been? It's just it's just one of those things, isn't it? 
Look at the draw. Um, but no, that, that wasn't, none of that was really communicated. This is, oh, we'll come on to it. It's the same thing with the the Apple Watch Ultra. That's 50 quid cheaper in the UK now. It's, it's 799, isn't it? Which caught me out. I completely missed that during the event. I'd have mentioned that in the video that I made about it, but I didn't, I didn't even know. It's one, again, one of those things that they didn't, I guess they're not going to mention the UK pricing in, a, in this, are they? But it was just, I don't know, it annoyed me that I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, well, so most places around the world, they've obviously looked at the exchange rates and they've rejigged the prices, uh, except for Canada. Canada's got a price increase, so not that Nick's on today, but yeah, Nick's SOL. Not good if you're Canadian, unfortunately, no, <laughs> bless him. That's uh, not, not a good place to be at the moment if you if you want to buy some new Apple stuff. Slightly annoying. Um, that's all That's all fairly good stuff, isn't it? I mean, a few, few deaths uh, in terms of products, but nothing... I'm not going to miss too many, too many of those things. Um, but then we're into the event, aren't we? We're into the into the the stuff they announced. Should we, should we, let's, let's briefly cover the, the Apple Watch Series Nine. So, um, no difference outside whatsoever. Completely the same design. S9 chip inside. It's got 50% faster GPU. 5.6 billion no, no, transistors. No, no, isn't this? Uh, 30%. The GPU is 30% faster and it's got 60, it? 60% more transistors than the S8. I've got all my numbers wrong uh, in that case, Rob. Okay. Um, but it's got a new four-core neural engine, which gives it two times... Is it two times faster? I'm questioning all my numbers now. Two times faster machine learning. Correct. Which enables you to do on-device Siri requests. Yes. Um, do we have confirmation on how many you can do, or is there many exclusions? I can't. I can't imagine it's absolutely everything. But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to have to try. And have find to out. try it out. But I mean, it's it's still going to be Siri though. It's just it's still going to be bad. It's just going to be faster. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Eighteen days battery life. <laughs> eighteen days. Eighteen. Does eighteen days? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long week. Eighteen hours. Uh, again, that's, I don't think that's any different to, to the previous generation, the, the Series 8. Um, dictation's 25% more, more accurate, apparently. You know, I've never really had a problem with Dictation, because, you know, I, I bark stuff that I need to remember for later into my Apple Watch all day, every day, and it, it's very good, in my experience. I rarely use it, but, um, yeah, although, if it's getting better. Even although, though. I mean, I am, I, because I do it so much, perhaps it's probably learned what I, how I tend to phrase things over time so i don't know if you're only an occasional user it'll probably bollocks it up more i, I think that the, in terms of hardware the biggest improvement is the 2000 nit brightness which is twice as bright as the series 8 yeah and, and it's as bright as the apple watch ultra one yeah. as it is now which is pretty bright having seen one in person now um uh anything else oh the, uh, right can we talk about the new gesture yeah, the go new on. gesture because uh, it's it's called um, double tap, isn't it? Where you kind of do this kind of pinch thing twice with your thumb and forefinger, um, and it, from what I understand, it, it does something in the app that is currently open on the watch. So it might snooze the alarm, or it will pause playback on music, or whatever you're doing at that type moment in time. Um, but apparently, it's not new, is it? It's been in accessibility for since I think the Series Five or something. I heard or Watch OS Five. Yeah, so it's it's been around a while as an accessibility feature, but I guess that they're now doing it hardware rather than software for battery life reasons. But I, well, I think the reason they want to bring it to, to the forefront is because that's also a gesture for Vision Pro, isn't it? So they've been doing this for a while, just gently leading us up to the path for a Vision Pro 
you know post iPhone Vision Pro future by introducing things like AR and they you know they're just sort of just slowly drip feeding this stuff to us so that you know when it the Vision Pro matures and becomes mainstream it won't all be new and alien to us so I think that's why they've made a big thing about that particular gesture yeah it's just again it's slightly misleading because it was as though it was a brand new thing and they, they linked it all to the s9 which again like you say if it's hardware driven now then it's that's obviously a big part of it but um yeah uh again i can't get massively i'm not i'm not down on this at all but it's it, i guess out of a list of relatively minor updates it's just another thing to add to the list of brighter screen and what have you um that was pretty much it, because that's that's when they went into the Mother Nature thing, wasn't it? After that, they kind of went into that, and well, they, they did come back, and that's when they t- started talking about the redesigned bands, which we've been through for you know, the, the carbon neutral stuff, um, and then they got onto the Apple Watch Ultra too. Well, they they've reduced the packaging by twenty five percent so that they can cram more on into each container that now gets shipped across the sea. Apparently, so that's quite good. Oh, and you um, you didn't mention the ultra wideband as a second gen ultra wideband. Oh yes, yep. I think it's so for precision finding. It can now find stuff three times further away, which is quite handy. Yeah, and you can find your iPhone as you can find an AirTag, that sort of thing, can't you? So Apple Watch Ultra Two, again S nine. So it's got that. Um, it's got the double tap gesture. <laughs> they made a big point of that. Um, it's got a three thousand nit brightness screen, which is the bright. I think I'm sure they said it's the bright. It must be the brightest display that Apple has ever put into a product which yeah. is pretty nuts isn't it that is very bright so i mean i've, I've read on the artist formerly known as twitter lots of people in the audience sort of there was audible gasping at that figure because that's such a crazy amount of brightness i, I don't know who needs that i yeah the the original one is plenty bright enough in my opinion You've seen, like you say, you've seen it. You, I, don't, I don't ever look at it and think it's not. Even in really bright sunlight, it's incredibly legible because it's two thousand nits. And even like you say, the, you know, the, the standard Apple Watch has got that now. Um, but it's impressive, isn't it? I, I guess it's for people who are in these extreme conditions that we can only dream of, where it's even brighter than bright. Who knows? There must be there must be a situation somewhere on Everest where you need three thousand nits of brightness. Well, so they, they didn't call it out explicitly, but on the the slide at the end where they've got all of the features laid out. There was a thing they didn't talk about called flashlight boost. So I imagine that, that the brightness of the screen contributes towards using it as a as a light to signal your location visually. Which you can do on Garmin's. Garmin's have a little light on them. Is it, so, is it 3000 nits though? I've never, of course not. No, it's around <laughs> 12. <laughs> So I think there was, so. In terms of actually new stuff on the Ultra Two, there's a new modular Ultra Face, and I don't know whether or not that will make it to the OG or not. It does. Oh. Yeah, I looked into this. Yeah, lots of Reddit threads say that it is in the the GM or whatever the latest update uh, release of the um, Watch OS Ten is. It's it's in there and it works on the. Okay, right. So you don't need to. Which get, it should do. So yeah. no reason why it shouldn't. So that's that's good. So you don't need to get an Ultra Two for that, but if you want automatic night rider mode then you do need to get one. I missed that during the presentation. When you mentioned that, I thought... Cause I, I, that, by that point, I'd made the decision to not buy one. And then, but then you said that, and I thought, automatic night rider mode, that, that, is, that is very tempting. Yeah. What, what's, the, what's the official name for that? 
I don't, I don't think he's got a name. I'm hoping they'll coin that one day they'll say Night Rider mode during an event. I think they've been watching my videos. So just for the benefit um, of people who haven't got a clue what I'm going on about, it's that it's that mode on the Apple Watch Ultra where you where everything goes sort of red, like a '70s digital watch. It's got there's a reason for it, but I, I've been so obsessed with just it being what I call Night Rider mode. I've completely forgotten why they, why it, it has a, a real. Uh, need for being there if you're lost somewhere and you I don't know what it is but I, it just looks really cool uh, but the problem with it I don't know if you, uh, Mrs. Roberts found this you, uh, she may not have it on hers I don't know she may not be a night Rider mode person but if you are you I've never quite worked out why it sometimes switches from night Rider mode to normal mode occasionally you have to kind of flick it back to where it was so the idea of it being automatic but then again I suppose it will only do it when it's dark or whatever, but it's, it's quite a cool thing to have it as a, an automated feature, though. I like that. Still not enough to make me buy one, though, and right. review it. Okay. I'm afraid. Um, no new colours. I, I was fairly convinced we were getting a black Apple Watch Ultra. That, that The rumours for that seemed quite solid. That wasn't there. Maybe it's, it, maybe it's hard to, I don't know, to, to make these things different colours. Uh, Space-grade titanium, perhaps it can only be... Is it titanium? I think it is, isn't it? Mm. Um, who knows? But yeah, no colours. 95% recycled titanium, in fact. Of course it is. Forgot about that. Um, what else have they done with it? That's it, I think, with the Ultra, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they mentioned the fact you can attach cycling, Bluetooth cycling accessories to it, but that, I think, is part of watchOS 10. I don't think it's got anything to do with the, the Ultra 2 in particular. Um, the one thing that did annoy me, which I think did has, caught, has definitely caught me out, is the battery life. So it's still 36 hours. So the standard battery life is as it was. But the the extended battery with low power mode is now 72 hours. So originally it was 60 hours, but I, I, I made this big thing in my reaction video about the fact that it was barely, it, there, there was no, no update to the battery life basically. But from the sounds of it, there's 12 hours extra on that low power mode. But I didn't, I, I, that, that wasn't mentioned. It's was one of these weird things during this event where they didn't make a big enough deal about that. I don't know why. The challenge I have with that, though, it's, again, it's still not enough to make me get one in because it's that standard 36 hours that I wanted to see a, an improvement on. Because for me, that low power mode is it's the last-ditch thing. It's the thing that you turn on when all else fails. And you never really know what it's turning off. You don't know what sensors have stopped completely, what data it stops capturing. For me, it's not. If you're going on a two-day hike, I don't want to rely on low power mode, basically. So it's still for me not, not enough of an upgrade. I'm afraid, Tim. Yeah, I think particularly uh, with this, with the sort of the sale price of the OG, because there's still plenty of the original Ultra Apple Watches floating around, as I did. So I think we talked about it last time. I got one for Mrs. Rob because they were like 25% off. I can't see any reason to spend 25% more and get an Ultra 2 unless you particularly just want to have the latest and greatest. So I've been thinking, yeah, I mean, it's quite quite mainstream as well. Like Even like your John Lewis, Costco, Amazon, you can get them for five, 600 quid from loads of places now. So yeah, if you were hanging on to get one at a reduced rate, now's the time. I think they're six six hundred and forty nine quid at uh, John Lewis, roughly at the moment. Are they? And, and uh, yeah, Amazon is, uh, on Amazon as well. Which, um, like you say, what a great time to buy an Apple Watch Ultra, right? Have we missed anything else on the Apple Watch Ultra? 
No, no. The the general consensus is that the Apple Watch is is just another year of new. I get the impression next year they're talking about the Apple Watch X, aren't they? A bit like the iPhone X. 10. Um, X is always 10. 10, basically. So, yeah, I always say X, but um, they're talking about that being the big the big change. Um, I think, in fairness, it's such a good watch, and we've both had experiences of the Samsung variant. You know, I'm a big fan of Garmin now, but equally I appreciate it's a very different watch to an Apple Watch. So the Apple Watch is still, I think, the best proper smartwatch. So we can't have too much of a moan. And we knew it, like I say, we knew this was going to be a, a tick year, whatever they call it. Um, but it would be nice to see some bigger updates next year, I think. And for me, it's just the battery life on, on the Ultra. I think on, on the, the standard Series 9 is fine. But I think when it comes to the Ultra, we, it needs to compete against the, the Garmin's a bit better. But that is just a, that's just a, a waiting. It's a thing. Battery technology has to improve. And it's, it's relatively slow, isn't it? So iPhone 15, Rob. Are you getting one? Yes, I'll set up my pre-order for a Pro Max. Well, are you excited about it? What, what's, the, what's the main thing that kind of drew you to it? Cause w- would you have got one? Because, I mean, you, you get one most years, don't you? No, I don't really. So, um, what did I do? No, no, I normally get some every couple of years, I think. So, I had a very long gap with the... I had an 8 Plus. I had that for ages, maybe like four years, I think, because... I just didn't I wasn't convinced <laughs> I remember why I held on to it for so long I wasn't convinced about face ID I wanted to hold on to my my touch ID button so I just ignored iPhone 10 and beyond but then the 12 came out and I was like ah finally a new design okay I'll get involved so I got 12 Pro and then I skipped the 13 because I didn't think that it was worth upgrading the 14, I got a 14 Pro Max because the general consensus was that the camera capabilities were considerably better with that 48 megapixel sensor in it. And then this year, it seems to be even better with the the definitely not a periscope zoom. Don't call it periscope zoom. Tetra prism, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the tetra prism. I just, how do people think periscopes work? Well, they've, they've got prisms in them. It's a, it's a tetraprism. Right, so, yes, I, I, I'm unconvinced about how it's distinct from a periscope zoom. I think it's just marketing BS, isn't it? It's just Apple, but they don't want to go. It, it may have been caught. They, they may have. Perhaps it, I think with Apple, it's one of those things where they, they're probably going to refer to it as a periscope lens. But then all the rumors start coming about. And people start calling that, and then out of spite, they just think, "No, we're going to call. We're going to talk about pet tetra prisms and something completely different." So, um, but yeah, that's what it is. But um, I mean, the, the regular iPhone 15. I, I can't think who it was. I think it was it was Mister Who's the Boss or. Someone else, some of the UK tech YouTuber mentioned the fact that the, the regular iPhone 15 feels like a, I think it was the tech chap actually, he said he, he feels like that is the bigger, has had the bigger update compared to the, the Pro and Pro Max, which is an interesting take because I think he was pointing out that it's getting the, the Monkey Island, um, what else is it getting? It's getting the, obviously the camera system, much better camera system. Uh, they're quite big step ups from last year, so well, I, I kind of see what his, I mean, his point with that. It's, it's basically a, a 14 Pro with a 60 hertz refresh rate display and a slow USB-C port. Oh, no tele lens, obviously. No, but still, a, a, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but a, a great phone. And yeah, if, if, you, if you can do without those things, which a lot of people can, what, yeah, what an update. 
Well, so I mean, there are things that are common to both the regular iPhone and the Pro. So they made quite a big thing about how it's more repairable now. And again, we'll reserve judgment yeah. until yep. Jerry Rigg gets his hands on it and uh, <laughs> uh, I fix it. I'm sure that there were very raised eyebrows there. Um, but yeah, allegedly it's much easier to replace the back glass on the, on these new phones which should hopefully translate to a cheaper repair price. I don't think the repair prices have been announced yet. But So, I mean, that's a good thing. But all of the iPhones have got matte blacks, matte backs now. And again, I don't. did they mention that during the event? I don't remember that at all. Maybe I missed it. I don't know if they called it out. I mean, they did, they did make a big thing about the glass generally, but I don't think it was explicitly called out that all of the iPhones have got a, you know, a frosted effect on the back. They did talk about how they'd like invented a whole new process to get the colour into the glass. No one cares about. They love their processes for getting colour into (laughs) things, don't they? No, no no other manufacturer talks about that as much as Apple does. Um, It it does sound like the iPhone 15 is a very nice thing. I mean, it's always been a nice, but uh, there's that step up to the Pro and Pro Max, which is noticeable. But maybe that's going to be getting a bit less. Although they did do something significant with the Pro Max, which we'll come on to. what else for the 15? So, twice, well, it, well it's, it's twice as bright as the iPhone 14. 1600 okay. nits brightness with 2000 peak. They're really doing this, going for this uh, bright displays, aren't they? What did, you, what did you think of the colours this year, the sort of pastel palette? I like them. I really like them, yeah. They've had a bit of stick about that. A few people have been a bit miffed by the, the colour colour choices, but I, I really like them. What about you? Yeah, no, it's a nice selection of colours. Certainly better than last year's. I thought the, the, regu- the colours on the regular phones in recent years has been a bit grim, but those are quite nice. Yeah, it was. I was, I was impressed. Almost to the point... Th- th- this happens quite a lot with me with the regular, the regu- regular iPhone. I look at it and think... Because the Pro and Pro Max is always very kind of utilitarian and almost like military-like, aren't they, in the, in the colour schemes. But um, there's, there's always a bit more fun being had on the standard iPhone. Uh, I do like the look of them. There's a nice pink one, isn't there, which a lot of people have picked up on. Um, yeah, it's, I was quite impressed with that. Uh, emergency SOS. Oh, we talked about that, the emergency SOS and find my, find my via satellite. So you now get that in 14 countries. Exciting. Should we go into the Pro and Pro? I, I feel like we're motoring through this, partly because my dog keeps barking, but also because this is what Apple did. Yeah. In fairness, they did smash through it. Um, so the Pro and Pro Max, probably the biggest, the most obvious thing is the change in material, isn't it? Which does look really nice, this titanium thing. If you go on their website now, if you go on the, the iPhone uh, landing page, the first thing you see is the, the titanium Pro Max, don't you? Which just looks looks really nice. Um and the the one thing they have done, which only only benefits reviewers really, people who make videos about these things, is they've got rid of the shiny sides. Um, I hate phones with shiny sides, as great as they look. You know, I was shooting B roll of the um, the Fold Five today, and all you do while you're doing that is walk around with a little microfiber cloth, and you're constantly having to get the smudges off, and then you put it down, and you realise you smudged it again. So to have a proper brushed is it is it aluminium or is that uh, is that uh, titanium as well? It's on the sides of what? On the sides of the iPhone, the, the Pro and Pro Max. Is it titanium all the way around? Yeah, 
well on the on the out on the outer face they made, again they made a big yeah. thing about this having is is that they've developed again some new process where they've they've got aluminium on the on the inner edge so you don't see yeah. it but yeah everything everything that you touch on the outside is titanium and brushed brushed on the on, on the sides is a, is a game changer for reviewing it, it will be a nice phone to review because for, for that that one reason really um also someone has picked up on the fact that it is it weighs less if you if you if i get this wrong tell me but it weighs less than the iphone 14 pro so the pro max 15 pro max is lighter than the 14 pro which is i think amazing and we, we've both said in the past haven't we about the nothing phone one and two being such nice light devices um again I, I, i've not compared the i don't know if you have the weight of the the pro max with the nothing phone two but i, I guess it's not gonna be quite as light as that no. it's getting lighter which is is nice I think it's 220 grams i think so it's about 20, okay. it's 20 grams so it's 10 percent heavier than a nothing phone too that's not bad but it's it? still 20 grams lighter than the old one so i think you'll, you'll notice it as soon as you pick it up again i'm surprised they didn't mention that because I, I think that's quite a nice little stat nice little um, little headline that's a good way um, of putting it the fact that the, the 15 pro max weighs less than the 14 pro that's yeah Sounds good, doesn't it? Where, where, who, who, who coined that phrase? That, I don't know who coined. I don't know me. Let's just say it was me. Well, it, no, well, it wasn't. I know it was someone, it was just, but I don't know who it was. <laughs> we'll pretend it's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, USB-C. So it's got the faster ten gigabits per second USB three speeds, which makes a huge amount of sense. Bearing in mind you can shoot ProRes video on this thing and record externally to a SSD, which ironically, the only thing I could think about with that was Final Cut Pro on the iPad. The fact that you can't edit from an external drive on the iPad for Final Cut Pro, but now we can record to an external drive from an iPhone. That is pretty bonkers. All, well, and, all over the shop. And connect it up to an external display to watch it back. Yes, and uh, Capture One. So you can, you can attach it to a Capture One a laptop running that, a Mac running that, and uh, use it like a DSLR, a proper DSLR. There's something else, wasn't there? Was it log, uh, log, uh, log support basically for be better color grading and that? Just crazy what you can do with this thing now. It's it's basically a cinema camera. With um, an absurd number of focal lengths to choose from. <laughs> yeah, so there's seven, aren't there? So I made a list somewhere. Where is it? Yeah, so we've got. Uh, macro, then 13mm, 24mm, 28 35 48 and the new 120 Tetra Prism slash it isn't a, uh, I think, uh, what's the name, lens, um, which are all standard, very kind of common you know, focal lengths for photographers, uh, a very smart range of choices. It's quite interesting how they, um, have you seen the, the interface for it? No. So in the camera app, I, I can't I can't remember how many how many how many you do this with, but basically you have the standard, you know, twenty four mil, and then if you press I think the two X, but if you keep pressing two X, it switches between um, twenty eight and thirty five up to forty eight I think, um, and then you go up to five X, which is the one twenty uh, mil. Uh, it's just quite an interesting way of doing it. And I, I, again, I, I'll wait until I've got my hands on it to, to give it a go, but. I do wonder how intuitive that is and how many people are, are going to discover that or find it tricky to use. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's a nice range of focal lengths. So, I mean, what they're doing, from from what I understand, is um, they're just adjusting how much of, this, of that great big 48 megapixel sensor is being used. Because there aren't, there aren't that many lenses. You, know, you haven't got seven lenses on the back of this phone. Um, so it's, it's doing it quite smartly with the, with the sensor. But that's the, that's the benefit of having a great big 48 megapixel sensor, isn't it? Well, and even bigger than last year. So that was my primary reason for, for deciding that I was going to get the 15 this year because I do, I want the best most reliable camera in my pocket at all times and for me it's it's the iPhone camera so if it's better this year and it looks like it probably is um, that would be enough to keep me happy really yep I agree and the trading yep. prices are really good so they, I, uh, mm. I mean I've it was 600 quid they gave me to trade in my 14 Pro Max 128 gig I guess if you had. A have you gone? Have you gone for that? Have you? What's that? Have you? Have you actually? You've, you've done the trading. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think I might do that as well. I have no reason to keep the the pro the, the fourteen really. Well, I mean, I did. I did offer it to to Mrs. Rob, but she's it's too big and heavy. She doesn't like it. Same thing with Jen. She's got Jen's got the what's she got the. Is it the thirteen Pro? I think she's got. No, the twelve Pro. She's got. Um. Yeah, to, Pro Max for her is way too big. No interest in it whatsoever. But Apple are doing some nice things with pricing. They, they seem to be, I don't know if they're kind of following in Samsung's shoes, although they do. Samsung does, does a lot more when it comes to trade-ins and free products and things. But it, it's, it's just nice. It, it's, it's something we, we don't have to have a go at Apple about <laughs> in terms of terrible products. You know, the, the whole Mac Pro thing where people were getting you know, 650 quid trade-in for a 35 grand Mac Pro they bought two years ago. Um, <laughs> hopefully those days are over. But um, Oh, something we did miss. Uh, that external recording with the Pro Max goes up to 4K60 now. So you can do proper 4K60 external recording. Yeah, I wonder if we'll see like a MagSafe external SSD and battery combo oh, yeah. devices in the future. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, there'll be accessory makers now and they'll all be doing that sort of stuff now it will be interesting i mean i think when when i do my review I'll, I'll do the whole review on the phone whether or not i'll do that kind of recording on that first initial impressions i don't know but i'm quite tempted to do another video where i do i try that stuff out and do it do it in 4k 60 and just get a feel for how it how it performs and because because finally it's making pro res video on the particularly on the pro max usable because you can get it off quickly that's always been the problem getting it off through lightning has just been takes days doesn't it whereas with this it's um you've got proper usb3 speeds yeah it's it's, it's quite exciting i think but particularly if you're the sort of per we talked about this on the, on the live stream we had, we had a few questions from people saying can this finally replace a big camera and of course it can if you're not bothered about dslr cameras and cinema cameras and things then just use your iphone use an iphone 15 pro max get the bits and pieces to to attach to it and away you go it's much it's much quicker you know it, it interfaces with final cut pro really nicely um in terms of a workflow it's look it's looking really interesting i think so what color have you gone for i think i'm going to go for the white uh, have you not got your pre-order set up ready to go i've cut i sort of yeah i've, I've got well, i've got the white one in the basket thing ready um i haven't done the trading though i'm gonna have to do that again i might do that later tonight i might do it again with the trading um but i think i'm gonna go for the white but then i was kind of going between the white and then is it the natural titanium color what, what about you what are you going for i'm going for the natural I do, i've always liked the color of titanium i i, I really like how that looks 
See, I don't know if I do like the, t- the colour of titanium red. I'm not, <laughs> I've never had a strong opinion on it. I, I just I got burnt with the deep purple version. I'm, I'm a bit nervous. Well, no, I think, I think the natural titanium one is the default colour, isn't it? Oh, is it? Mm. I don't know. Maybe it is. So I think all I just, of the others are the wacky ones. This is this deep purple iPhone is the only iPhone I've ever bought that I've really regretted the colour. And um, that's why I think if I go for white, it's safe because I like white tech. I've always liked white tech. That's my, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit concerned about how well it will pair with cases. But then I'm also True. thinking of doing a, a dock and uh, for the first time ever, just not bothering with a case. Just trust that Apple Care will, will sort it out if and when I break it. It's very brave. I can't do that because I've got sponsors. <laughs> Three different case sponsors I need to satisfy. Um, but I think someone... Was it Patrick Ramble said that? I think he said he, he might be going caseless. Is he? Going naked, yeah, with his with his iPhone. I can see why. It does look good. And also, what I'll tell you what else inspires me to do this sometimes. If you ever watch anything on Apple TV... So we're watching the latest series of um, The Morning Show. And uh, obviously they're all using iPhones. But you never see anyone on TV with an iPhone with a case which I'm sure is in the contract when they supply iPhones to these these shows. But um, I always watch that and think, none of these people care about dropping their phones in these make-believe TV land things. Um, that always makes me th- want to get the phone out of the case and use it naked. I don't think you will. I think you'll want to do it, and then you'll, you'll just think you'll get it, and it'll be so lovely. The thought of one of your daughters picking it up and tossing it across the room. Oh, or... I hadn't considered that. Yeah, no, I'm going to walk that back straight away. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to get a case. Solid. <laughs> um, <laughs> A17 Pro chip, chip, which is interesting because the naming convention is, is completely changed. So they're now going for Pro. Yeah. Is that interesting? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. It's following the, the, the M chip M chip thing, isn't it? Well, so it's the first three nanometer SOC in a smartphone. It's got 19 billion transistors. It's got a bunch of cores and stuff. No one cares about that. Uh, but the, they, went, they did a really big thing about how the, the new GPU is, and I quote, the biggest redesign in the history of Apple GPUs. And it's got ray tracing. <laughs> Which is nuts. It, it looked amazing, didn't it? So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're... I don't know why. Because yeah, they've never traditionally been that bothered about gaming. And I know, like, in recent years, they've been getting sort of... You know, talking about Resident Evil and and you know, sort of big titles, Tomb Raiders and stuff on on Mac, and then they've was it Assassin's Creed? They said it's going to be coming to the iPhone. It's the first, isn't it? The first uh, game that's been developed of uh, that level that's been developed directly on or for iOS or something. I can't remember the exact. I mean, don't quote me on that. It's, it's something along those lines. It's it's basically as native as it can be. Um, I'm like you. I, I don't. I don't quite get it. I mean, having ray tracing on a phone is for me is nothing more than a check out checkers out. You know, it's it's, it's a it's a great big um, notch on the bedpost, isn't it? I, I, I just in reality, who's going to ever use it and benefit from it and be wowed by it? It must be such a tiny portion of the iPhone user base. Maybe not. Maybe they know something we don't. Maybe. maybe Lots of iPhone users have been asking for ray tracing. I just don't think that's the case. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you can now output to an external display, 
is there a future where it it could be considered a you know a genuine portable gaming device maybe that's what they're working towards who knows but perhaps that's i, I just i can't see it I don't, it's 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 the iphone isn't it it's a, it's a it's a casual gaming device um i don't know i just i mean it's impressive isn't it and it makes you wonder as well if they're going to get have an a a17 Max and A17 Ultra, because <laughs> they keep to, we, we keep hearing these rumours about the iPhone Ultra, don't we? Which obviously didn't appear this year. Uh, some people were saying it, it would take place of the Pro Max, but now people are saying, well, actually, it's going to be next year, and it's going to be another tier up. It's going to be another another iPhone above even the Pro Max. Maybe that will become some kind of incredible gaming machine as well. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what they do? It won't fold. I can tell you that much. Yeah. I mean, I guess it'd be quite useful for for making augmented reality stuff look more realistic and talking of augment, augmented reality um the other thing on the camera which we didn't mention is the ability to shoot spatial video yeah yeah so that makes much more sense now and I, we talked about this on the live stream where i was really weirded out by the by the vision pro not just you demonstration <laughs> where the guy was you know w- watching footage of his kid's birthday party in in 3d on his vision pro headset and it seemed to be inferred that you it had been filmed using the vision pro headset and i was just like i'm not going to be wearing that at my kid's birthday party but now it turns out that you can record these 3d videos directly from your iphone 15 that's or iphone 15 pro at least that that changes things somewhat now it makes more sense yeah still a bit weird but um and they had to get a mention of Vision Pro in, didn't they? They, they, they did it a couple of times, which they're on, apparently also a kind of side note to that. They are on course, aren't they, to, to, to release it at the start of next year, which Tim Cook confirmed. So we are definitely getting that. Well, the, the states are getting that. Um, yeah, quite a cool use of the iPhone. Again, this is all very much future stuff, isn't it? I don't think that many people are going to be you know, on Friday next week shooting spatial videos because you can't watch them, can you? I mean, at the minute, you can't do anything with those videos, can you? Although, is, is, it, is it coming later in the year? I don't think it's not going to be there yet, is it? It's, I think well, it's coming in an update. Well, I mean, it, it, is the Vision Pro going to be available in the States in January? He hasn't said a month. It's just early. I think, I think he said we're on course for early next year, which has always been the... The date for it in the states hasn't God, it? Be, no, no specific. It'd be handy for you if it lines up with CES, wouldn't it? So the one, this the yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> it won't. What will happen? It will be like the week after or something, or February. But that would be amazing. That that would make the whole trip even more worth it. But um, who knows? I, I don't. I think that would be too early. I've got a feeling it's going to be probably end of quarter one. That's what normally happens, isn't it? Which is to them is still the start of next year. But. Uh, yeah, that was quite cool, I think. Um, what else? Oh, the, the action button, which isn't in, isn't in international orange. Well, that, is a, that is a crying shame, but I'm, I'm glad it exists for two reasons. One is, uh, well, and what I think I'll probably end up using it for is, is to quickly access the camera. So at the moment, I use Doc IMED's back tap hack, as you can set up. Um, tapping on the back of your phone to do certain things. Yep. I've just found that for me, the quickest way to get into the camera app is to do that. I know lots of people have got different ways, like swiping on the on the home screen and stuff. But for me, setting setting up the accessibility back taps that's been 
my go-to for getting to the camera quickly. I think it's going to change now to a physical button. I've always liked having a physical button to, to access the camera. Like, um, like Windows phones, they always had a... I feel, and we just, it's seems to be a thing of a past now, but I always enjoyed having a physical camera shutter button, which and it does function as a shutter button also, not too yeah. not too staged, but so you can pr- press and hold the button, get into the camera app, and then without needing to move your finger anywhere else, start shooting away, start snapping away by pressing the action buttons. But what I'm more excited about is uh, setting it up to just do some mental things with shortcuts because you can have it set off a shortcut which means that you can have it do different things depending on your context. So you could have like geofencing set up, you could have a have it display a menu with a variety of things that you might want to do. Just yeah, the possibilities are endless. So I'm going to have a, a jolly good play around and see what's the silliest thing I can make the action button do via shortcuts. <laughs> And it is a button. It's not. It's not a. Um, there's all rumours again about getting rid of the buttons, weren't there this year? But it's not a. Uh, what's the word? Um, capacitive. That's not the right. What's the right phrase? It's not a touch ID type button, is it? It's a proper depressible button. Oh, um, yeah, there were rumours it was going to be like uh, solid state. That is the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's it's a proper button. Yeah, old school traditional button. Oh, did did you look at the the measurements? So with that smaller bezel on on the fifteen display now, they've shrunk very slightly by like less than a millimeter, but it's very fractionally less tall and wide. Yeah, but it yeah. is. It's not. It's nowhere near as much as as was rumored. It, it it was rumored to be a big change, wasn't it, in terms of the those bezels but like you say not huge yeah so but but the actual dimensions of the chassis is is physically slightly less tall slightly less wide but slightly thicker which i imagine they've disguised with the subtle curve that they put on the edges now which is the same trick that nothing pulled off with the nothing phone 2 because the nothing phone 2 feels it looks and feels like it's thinner than the nothing phone 1 but it's actually thicker very clever very smart um yeah, the action button. I, I, I'm I'm in two minds about what I'd do with it. You mentioned the shutter button on phones. The, the phones that do still have that are the Sony Xperia. They've got not all of them, but the the, um, the one that I had, which is the five four one three, whatever it's called. Um, that has a that's really nice to have a, sh- a proper physical shutter button. So I think that would be an obvious use for it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, again, I'll wait until I get it to see what I do with it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. It is, it also, it, you get some haptic feedback, don't you, when you um, when you use it, which is quite nice. But then someone pointed out that you, you had that anyway with the, yeah. well, at the moment with the rocker thing for the the mute switch. Um, okay, what else have we got on the Pro and Pro Max? Anything else? No, I, 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 I think you know if if you're in the market for an iPhone, you need an iPhone. They're solid, solid updates. I don't know that anyone who's currently got a 12 or later should bother really unless yeah i don't know yeah i think a 12 i think it's probably worth it well well particularly as as france seem to think the 12 is going to kill you <laughs> sorry france do france have banned what, what, the iphone that? 12 it emits too much radiation <laughs> apparently and the germany oh, wow. germany and belgium have to follow suit but, i mean the the who have conducted thousands of tests where mobile phone emissions 
are concerned, and there has been not a single link between mobile phone use and any sort of health concern. Um, so, I mean, if you're that concerned about electromagnetic radiation, where are you, you going to ban the sun? Well... <laughs> And also, again, I can't remember the exact stat with this, but I'm fairly sure the iPhone 12 Pro, I think, is one of the most popular second-hand buys for an iPhone. So there's a lot of them out there. Interesting. So, yeah. So what, you, hadn't, you hadn't seen this in the news? No, no. Was that, was that today? Uh, yeah, in the last couple of days. Yeah, France France have banned sales of the uh, the iPhone 12. And if Apple don't come up with a solution in the next two weeks, they'll have to recall them all across Europe. Obviously, our government couldn't give a toss. They're, they're, they're like slopey shoulders, shrugging the whole thing off. But the only reason <laughs> I brought that up was just I made a statement where I said, I think, you know, if you've got a 12 or later, it's probably not worth it. And yeah, no, I do I do think that's the case. But I mean, if you are going to buy an iPhone 15, I think a regular iPhone 15 is a bit of a bargain now. I totally agree. As long as you don't care about ProMotion and you don't care about getting the data off it at 10 gigabits per second. Yep nice trade-ins and you don't and, and you don't want to you don't want to tele zoom yeah absolutely and, and like i say nice trade-in i think it's, it's a good uh, there's a lot of bashing going on at the moment for apple on uh, on x and other various other various other platforms but i think it's actually a very good year if you've been waiting to buy something whether it be an apple watch apple watch ultra um, it's a brilliant time to buy a pair of AirPods Pro because you can now get them with, well, in fact, they just come as default with a USB-C port. So I've ordered a pair, Rob. The only, the only thing I've ordered so far is a pair of, a, a replacement pair of AirPods Pro 2 because, as people may know or may not know, uh, my last pair were nicked from my gym. So, so the, the most interesting thing about the AirPods Pro 2 with USB-C is the fact that when you pair it with a Vision Pro, it can talk to your Vision Pro with 20-bit, 48K lossless audio. Wow. But only the only this new USB-C version, and you cannot buy the USB-C charging case separately. Interesting. So, yeah, so if you want that, if you want lossless audio when paired with your Vision Pro, you're going to need Which to... Which everyone does. <laughs> Who doesn't need that? You're going to need to buy some AirPods Pro 2, USB-C edition. Rob, there's an iCloud rather plus update, which um, you know better than me. But there's, there's there's new tiers, aren't there? There's six terabytes and twelve terabytes. Yeah, which I guess makes sense. We you know well, with with people getting more up to date with the cameras, having larger sensors, producing larger photos, people taking more videos and so forth, and then the the, the ease with which you can share or iCloud plan with your family. Again, it's not a problem that I've encountered yet, but you know, so I'm still doing okay on a pretty low tier. But I think I imagine once you start rolling that out to, you know, a household of four or five people, you're going to run out of space pretty quickly. So so I think, yeah, I think six six terabytes and 12 terabytes, I think it's 29.99 and it's the same in dollars or pounds for six terabytes, 59.99 for the 12 terabyte tier. Which you think, well, that sounds awfully expensive. Do you compare it to Google's, Offering so they've got a five terabyte tier and a ten terabyte tier and they weigh they weigh in at twenty four ninety nine and forty nine ninety nine, so it's there or thereabouts, I think. Yeah, I've I've never had a problem with iCloud storage pricing. It's always been pretty good for me, to be fair. 
um, yeah, nice to see. And with all that ProRes video being shot now, it's going to be needed, isn't it? And lastly, iOS 17. We're getting it on, is it Monday next week? Yeah, so the, the 18th. iOS 17 is coming out on the 18th and Sonoma is coming out on the 26th. Which is early for macOS. It's normally October, isn't it? We, we know, or, or even even November, I think we've had it in the past, haven't we? It's really been pushed back quite a lot. Um, so that's that's quite feels quite early for, for macOS. Well, I'm quite excited because Audio Hijack, which is what I use to capture the audio for this, has now been updated to work with Sonoma, so I can I can actually go nice. ahead and install it safely. And because I've I've had to hold off because obviously I, I actually I need this up to work, <laughs> and it wouldn't have done if I'd <laughs> updated it to Sonoma. So yeah, I'm I'm nice. quite excited to see what's new in Sonoma. I've just I'm not quite involved at all. I could have put it on my MacBook Air, but I just didn't get around to it. I've not even tried it yet. I've, I've waited. I've, I've purposely not tried any of the betas. I'm, I'm waiting for, for next week to and, and, and the, the 26th to really get into them. So, I get, Is watchOS coming next week as well? Was that mentioned? Okay. I mean, well, I mean, that sort of comes with iOS 17, doesn't it? It's normally the same, isn't it? The same thing with iPadOS 17 as well. So quite a big day on Monday anyway, it, although we're not going to get our iPhones until the week after. Or the fr- is it Friday next week? I think we can order them to- as, as we record now on Thursday. We can order tomorrow. Don't know what time? What time is it? What time do I have to set my alarm for on one o'clock to do that? Horrible. Is it one o'clock? One p.m. One p.m. Not one a.m. Good. I hate. I mean, I don't know. If, it's probably slightly different for you because what you're ordering the phone not to review it, whereas I need to get it, and it's this horrible ten seconds, a minute max, where something normally goes wrong for me with the ordering process. Um, I, st- I still normally get it on time, but it's, it's this kind of really fraught, horrible period where you have to get your, get make sure everything's saved correctly. And then, do you use the app? Do you use the website? You know, what, what, I think last time I used the app, and I think it worked okay. So I might I might revert to that again. Yeah, you want to get in. You want to pre fill out all your pre order stuff. Make sure you're ready. So you can just go in, bam, get yep. it done. So I, I didn't last year, and I. They were very thin on the ground for months, weren't they? I can't remember. I didn't get. They I were. didn't get my 14 Pro Max till like December or something. I think at the end because yeah, I I just I screwed up the pre-order process. Yeah, I see. I can't afford to do that. It's it's absolutely it's it's mission critical for me. So I'm I'm, I'm yeah, pretty sure even really. if you don't get on that pre-order business, you'll be able to walk into an Apple store on the 22nd. True. Get one. That's very true. Well, right, I think we'll finish there, Rob. I've got no idea what this podcast is going to sound like. If it sounded brilliant, as usual, because it normally does, because Richard's great. Um, Richard is the editor, by the way, if anyone doesn't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't edit these myself anymore because he's better at doing it than me and has more time to do it. Um, but uh, with my dog barking throughout, if it sounded great, then well done, Richard. If it didn't sound great, then it's not his fault. <laughs> um, and he's probably spent the last 24 hours editing it so thanks richard thanks rob well can he not just can he not just run it through the final cut pro voice isolation magic button the the, the dog isolation yeah. magic that needs a it needs a dog barking dog whining tick that you, you press a button and it gets rid of it i could do with that anyway like a live version of that with a pair of airpods bless him poor old eddie for people people who don't know my dog is 14 years old going a slightly senile and uh Tonight has been an absolute pain in the backside, bless him. But it's not his fault. He's just a dog. Bless him. Um, anyway, Rob, thank you very much. We'll uh, reconvene in two weeks' time when hopefully we should both have our new phones. Is it two weeks' time? Or 
because this this is oh, this no. is this is off. It's, to, it's next week, isn't it? So it'll be next week if we if we keep to our regular schedule. This is like a one-off extra one because Apple had a had an event. Although we shouldn't have bothered. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit, Rob. <laughs> Let's finish on that really positive note. <laughs> See you next week. Cheers. Right. See ya. <laughs>